Doc, oh shit, welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour, with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, oh man, it's a big day, New York has legalized the cannabis plant to smoke in the streets. Um, this is exciting, man. This is big news. Um, this is a solo podcast. It's just me. Um, I'm a little bit out of sorts because everybody, I got the second shot of the Pfizer uh, vaccine for the COVID-19. Oh, that kind of rhymed, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour, everybody. This is the New York edition. I got some great coffee. I got some legal cannabis here in New York. It's me, your buddy, your friend. Uh, thank you for listening to the pod- podcast. Like and subscribe. Check out the Patreon uh, for live video. Um, we're going to be building out the Patreon a little bit more Still working on the merch and just the whole concept. As you know, I have done this podcast pretty much 100% uh, DIY myself, starting off right off my phone and building up. We're coming on two and a half years. I, it, it has been my life source uh, through the pandemic. I want to say thank you for everybody listening. I feel the vibes. Thanks for our guest last week, uh, Pat Brown. The one before that, DC Benny. Uh, I had a few guests lined up for today, but I had the fi- I had the I had a vaccine and I tried to move. It was my second shot, and you can't move those appointments. And um, I'm a feeling a little bit funky, uh, but I have the place to myself, and I wanted to just jump on and talk about New York and cannabis and uh, what Cuomo has done. Uh, and how it's all going to play out. Nobody really knows how it's going to be played out. I do think it's very good step in the right direction um, for national legalization. You know, I never wanted to be a super podcast going into the laws of it all, but uh, it is a progress. I mean, New York has always been a super progressive city, and it felt weird when California and Colorado legalized cannabis and we're literally in the last 10 years making millionaires you know that's what was happening um a whole nother industry is building up i don't like i've said before do i think it's the end all the be all no but i do think in terms of expense you know all the expunging of past um marijuana um arrests that's huge and because that's not violent crimes and a lot of it's just like somebody come back from a concert high but some of it you know it's it's all over the map a little bit um you know it it is you know i do like them they're prioritizing the licenses for communities that were worst hit by the war on drugs so hopefully you know the african-american communities in the East Coast, the United States will get a a foot up on making money because that I that's the number one thing that pushed this through. And I've always said that it comes down to money that, you know, the tax dollars are just sitting there and the city needs the tax do- dollars, especially Manhattan. I mean, Brooklyn's popping back. Everybody's kind of popping back almost too much. Um, everybody's getting the vax or not everybody that's a weird thing is you know i just don't want to judge people because everybody's body's different i personally have no problem with vaccines i've been taking the flu vax since 2005 2006 like every year because you know my friend did pass away without insurance from the flu and i always knew that that shit's you know there's funky bugs out there, especially if you travel and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, you know, I guess if anything, I like healthcare and I like uh, legalizing herb. And I think 
in terms of all of it, it's kind of just like a gr- a better way of living. Um, at least that's what I have found over my years as an alternative to alcohol and cigarettes. And uh, for lowering pr- blood pressure and just <laughs> I like I like what uh you know I I I really like the way Willie Nelson carries himself and how. Um, unafraid and just ownership of just being a pot smoker. And I always thought that, you know, the honesty of it, um, there was virtue in that. And that's how I've tried to carry myself. But with um, cannabis, you know, and I'm in a mainstream, you know, media thing, you know, I guess in the last 10 years, it has gotten more mainstream. Um, And now I think the industry in terms of television and TV will look at me a little bit better because, you know, I've been yelling, but so is a lot of comedians. So I don't want to say, I don't, I don't ever want to put myself on some pedestal. You know, I just was, I got into comedy because I love comedy and I love stand up. I love Saturday Night Live. I loved Richard Pryor. I love Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams, Bill Hicks. Um, uh, you know, you can just go down the line um, Mr. Show, Tenacious D, uh, Monty Python, um, you know, st- all the great stand-up that I kind of came up in, which was like the Hedberg and the Tom Rhodes's and, you know, Bill Burr's, DC Benny's, the stuff that I, you know, that's when I started doing stand-up that I started experiencing. And those guys art, that shit was fucking amazing. But one of the reasons I got into stand-up was I just wanted a job that I could smoke weed at. And uh, that's what it is, you know. That's why, you know, if you're going to if you're gonna partake in cannabis or the artistic life, there is a part of you that knows that, you know, there's a certain core value system. But that's all getting, getting <laughs> wiped away. Little Nas X, uh, the... Uh, me too movement the black lives matter movement um trump q on all this stuff is happening in the last year has been powerful forces in society and culture and the way we look at it and one way to deal with it is a little bit of herb so i got a little bit of crushed up herb in my uh this is the first time we're smoking some legal cannabis here in new york brooklyn put one in the air um, but you know, I am, I, my arm is a little sore and I'm just coming down from the second Pfizer, but cannabis has been helping. Actually, I've been eating a lot. I haven't gotten that worn down from it. I don't, I think I never tested for the antibodies. I never, I've been locked in, man. New York was scary. And I think cannabis opening this door, you know, is a way of, um, healing the city in some ways Hmm. but the accusations against Cuomo is a little odd with the timing but I did a little bit of research de Blasio's behind it I thought the cops there are some cops against it talking about driving while high on cannabis and i'm 100 percent against against driving while on cannabis and i try to you know definitely put 12 hours between me if i ever get behind the wheel um cbd on the other hand you know it doesn't affect me like that you know but i you know my cbd i got some good cbd and it's mostly like night um and sometimes first thing in the morning just to settle my mood because I wake up I get I think everybody's like this like consciousness you wake up angry sometimes not all the time but 50 percent you get grumpy oh, shit? Uh, I gotta deal with all this oh emails gotta make money ah, who am I personality um so you know I always I do think CBD in terms of mental health and in terms of meditation I've used it with meditation and, and it works great just to more or less physically relax. You get you in your body and 
as you get older, your knees and stuff and anti-inflammatory. But I guess what I'm saying is like, uh, yeah, it's opening fast. But I think the number one thing is the stop and frisk in the minorities, in the African-American communities, in the Hispanic communities, in New York, the working class, the uh, lower income class um, were affected in such a way that it shattered families and people's future for, you know, a roach or a quarter bag or an ounce or, you know, people just need their herb, you know, people, <laughs> you know, this town was a Coke town, I always said, but it's really an Amsterdam town. New York is New Amsterdam. That's what New York is. Um, I'm, oh, I'm drinking some great coffee. Shout out to Invisible Force. Uh, we got to support small business, everybody. And this was in my neighborhood in Brooklyn. You know, I just keep my eyes out for good beans, good bags of coffee. So this is a great resource, the Cannabis Coffee Hour, if you want to know what's up. But this was from this brewery that's in Gowanus in Brooklyn. And it's called the Finback. The Finback, like a five. We used to call a $5 bill a fin. Um, but it's from the Finback Brewery, super cool brewery. They make their own beer and gin. And then I was walking by and they had their own coffee and it's called Invisible Force. And I thought that was so dope. You know, I think they just did, it seemed like some really super artistic cats. And I know some fun drinkers that love this bar and uh, they always give it props. And I always looked at it from the outside and was like, oh, that place is kind of dope. And then they started rolling out this short batch coffee. And what I got was the Costa Rica Invisible Force uh, coffee. This is orange, red apple, and strawberry. Ooh, elevation. Elevation is where it's grown. So we're looking at 15, 50, 100 meters. So that's a pretty high mountain. Medium roast, you know I love a medium. They were all medium roast. It's hard to go wrong without a medium roast, but I got the last cup of my French press, and um, it's delicious. It's Costa Rica. Costa Rica has really this earthy, like, soft brown type of bean coffee that I like. And I haven't been to Costa Rica, but I know a lot of people go and go for weeks, and you see turtles, and you surf, and herb, and... Uh, Mexico's going super legal. Um, I guess it's it's it seems to me the more you grasp onto the old world, the harder it's gonna be to understand the new world, because a lot of this, these sea changes that are happening are deep rooted in you know just these old ways that were manipulations for power. <laughs> Was that too much? Maybe. Um, but I just think about the legalization of cannabis in Mexico because that's what's happening right now is like the whole nation, nationwide. That's a good, is it, that's a good uh, ZZ Top. Um, nationwide. That's what, I mean, once New York, I always said once New York flipped in terms of uh, cannabis legalization, that means the rest of the country will because... It's such a like, it's like old Catholic and old Jewish and immigrants. It's like the oldest city in New York. It's like the most European city in the United States is New York City. Like, it fe I mean, in terms of its roots. Um, so it's old ways and how big it is and more how big mechanisms are. Yeah, that's the thing about governments and political parties like the it's slow thinking it's a style of thinking that works very slow and it's not even thinking it's more of like groups of people getting together and deciding this or something um but that's why i've always thought that individual there's such a power in being an individual and that's what i'm kind of excited about this podcast you know, I there were offers to possibly go to networks and, well, I mean, I could, but me doing this all myself and relying on myself and working within a finite budget and finite amount of time, 
pushes me to do a better podcast or at least just keep it up weekly. You know, I today I was like giving myself like yesterday, I literally ate uh, I made the great like Himalayan um, vegetarian vegan like it's it's at the grocery store it's in those like packets there it's indian food but this was like a hot tibetan one and they're in those packets that you just like they used to tell you to boil it in water now they just tell you to put it in the pan but it's pretty much like potatoes and stuff but then i had some scallions i do love some scallions uh you know onions are good but i like the, i like chopping up the little boys and they taste better so I put a, a fresh thing of that in there and I had some big cloves of garlic. So I put some fresh garlic in there and then I made the rice and it was white rice, but I made it really good. Like I timed a lot of that's like the timing and the amount of water and how clean your pot is and the surface and just the texture of the rice. Tone and texture. That's something I've been thinking about a lot in terms of how I want to come across with my comedy going forward. Because if you do, like, you know, kind of cling on to these old ideas and old styles of thinking, um, yeah, I just think, like, how media is presented now, even with this podcast, you know, I have to be, you know, just just... I have to be aware that everybody could do a podcast. So that's what I do love doing a cannabis and coffee out. Like, I love this invisible, like, this is a great cup of coffee. I'm at the last one. You know, I was going to jump in the shower. I haven't had my first day shower. This is like a real cannabis coffee hour podcast, you know. It's not even noon yet. Well, it's kind of past noon. But it's that morning vibe. And, you know, you just wake up. You absorb the news. At least I did today. Last night, I tried to watch the Justice League long cut that Zach's, well, I don't know what it is, the director, um, but it was too long and I fell asleep because I did just get my Pfizer shot, So I was, but I was also making some Himalayan um, vegetarian food. And before that, I, I, I just, I ate and slept. That's how I, I took care of the after vax. If you, everybody's like, Oh, I don't want to get sick. Well, this is what I did. I smoked a little bit of herb and I ate my ass off and I slept my ass off and I made sure nobody was around. And I just shut the door and I and I slothed out to a level of just being not slothed into the level of slothery, but slothed to the level of re, you know, just regenerating your body and being good to yourself. Lately, I've just been trying to be super kind to myself because we've all, we got to be really kind to yourself, man. Uh, you, girl, uh, woman, man, he, she, in the middle, um, I get it. Uh, be good to yourself because you've, if you've made it this far, just making it through a pandemic in society, that's something to be applauded with. And life is still flowing and going. And we're waking up to so many new ideas. But supporting small business, this is what I'm talking about, invisible force. Check out this coffee. We'll go around your neighborhood and find a good coffee. Uh, don't, don't go to Starbucks. Don't go to, don't do everything. I know, I mean, I try, I try. I don't want to tell anybody what to do. You could just do, I try not to do Walmart. I try not to do, um... I like them sometimes. I go in there. But, I mean, online. What's it? Oh, Amazon. I try not to do Amazon. I mean, they got enough money. I get it. I don't think they're the devil. But if you can hook up, you know, a bag of coffee from somebody that's locally roasted. This is locally roasted. These guys, it's a small business, a cool shop, um, invisible force. That's the gig, man. Oh, I watched My Planet. I mean, I know that's like total a stoner or whatever. But uh, I just love watching nature fold and refold. And they were showing the ants of the Amazon. Or it could have been Costa Rica. No, it was like in the Philippines. But it was got so depressing about the planet. And how much of this jungle had been depleted. We have to be good to the earth. And I think cannabis is a way of being good to the earth. In terms of everybody kind of seeing plant life a little bit more serious 
in how we can use plants and work with plants and how nature comes together. That's what I was watching this man, this planet, and they were showing how like these types of ants move these leaves and they take the leaves and they take it all the way down to the dirt and way down into the earth. And that's how they neutralize the earth is by these ants taking the leaves and digging it down there. And that what makes the soil like super neutral. And then when the ants, like, they show this one ant, like, dying on the leaf. Like, he's just like, and he becomes the leaf. And then these mushrooms sprout out of them. And these purple wild, and they show this all in that stop or, like, that time-lapse joint, you know. Anything on a time-lapse is interesting. But when you go nature on a time-lapse, and, and definitely if you could kick it, you know, a few weeks and have the camera on nature, I mean... It, you'll see the most mind-blowing thing. But it looks, if you just look at it in the moment, it looks so simple. But if you look at it in a billion moments, it looks like the most trippiest sci-fi, uh, wild, you know, thing. But it also goes back to we are all one. Like it all disintegrates and goes down to the earth and then the plants sprout out and they make oxygen. The invisible force, man. Because nobody knows where the heartbeat comes from. You know that? Nobody knows where that electricity comes from. Doctors are just like, heart's going. That's good. Here we go. <laughs> it's a little bit more complex than that. But, uh, but that, I think it's just like these, all these little things. That's why all your motions add up. And that's why I'm trying to do, like, just be a little bit better with my decisions in terms of environment, in terms of other people, in terms of not just being me, 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 pleasure, pleasure, eat, feed, sleep, even though I liked all those things. And you got to be good to yourself to do that. But it does help, you know, just serving other people and just getting out of your ego that way. I was getting down on some meditation or digging it in the sense of uh, a lot of meditation. It's not about this grandioso idea of, oh, man, I saw the super Buddha open up and his head peeled back. And then there was golden unicorns and in uh, space flights. It's more about being as simple and sane as they talk a lot about sanity. And a lot of the manifesting, in terms of being a creative, you got to manifest and think and dream to get that, uh, get those ideas of uh, clicking. But they're not real, you know. And a lot of dealing with today's problems is dealing with exactly what's ahead of you. And what's exactly ahead of us is uh, some more cannabis and some more coffee. Um, invisible force i love this coffee that was the i mean it's small batch so i could just tell it had a punch to it in terms of the smell i could tell when coffee's a little bit better than the others um when somebody actually gives a damn <laughs> when things get so big people forget to give a dang um and that's the thing about new york and and these and these cannabis laws were just so you know, I did three nights in jail and it was, you know, 97% African-American, you know, and that's when I saw it like, man, it's not just me. You know, I got because I was in a neighborhood that they were selling heroin in, and well, I wasn't buying any heroin, but I guess there was a spot up the block. But this was kind of when the Lower East Side was just changing hands. So it was like 2006. Um, but I was running around the L.E.S., I've never done any heroin in the Lower East Side, or ever, uh, except, you know, one time, opium one time, and I'm not proud of that, um, being young and dumb, as you are, just glad, you know, you could be young and dumb, but you gotta grow, and you gotta change, and you gotta f figure out, like, this is a new moment, you know, this isn't, 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago we're dealing with a whole other reality and you are a whole other person 
You're just grabbing onto those uh, manifestations. But that's what um, I was talking about with the ego, with meditation. Like you learn to see the gap between the self, the real self, and the ego. The real self is natural. And it's like, yo, I'm a part of these trees. I'm looking at this plant. I'm going to rot just like that fucking leaf over there. And eventually I'm going to neutralize the soil. <laughs> uh, but our brain makes us, you know, you know, the top of the food chain. But there was something. Oh, there was all these checks and balances. You know, I think we just got to check ourselves. We're in a we're in a checks and balances, at least myself. You know, I checked myself on negative thoughts and negative negative self thoughts. I think there's there was a, just a part of comedy that you had to be like mad at yourself or think that you suck or that, you know, just there was just this, you know, and it just didn't, doesn't fit with how I write. That's what I loved about Pat Brown and talking to her. And I know a lot of comedy, like I'm funniest when I'm happy. <laughs> I, when I'm freest when I'm happy. You know, freedom. That was, you know, being in jail, that was the closest to hell on earth. Like when somebody has a control, it's, they have control of you. It's the worst thing ever. And I had to go through that and I was high and just for a half a roach, man, you could see it on YouTube. I mean, some of the, the stuff I'm saying is a little dated and some of them I'm raising an eyebrow. If I was super woke, woke, I would definitely raise an eyebrow at some of it. But, you know, it was 10 years ago when I was spitting that material but uh the feeling was real like i remember the feeling and it's just a really dark feeling man it's uh your vibration is gone down automatically it's hard to vibe up it's hard to find happiness when you're controlled like that that's uh you gotta yeah um so i'm just my heart goes out that's why i don't i try not to be too party rock yeah yeah Woo, you know, um, blaze it up, blaze it up in terms of because uh, there's been so much suffering with the African-American community and the Hispanic community and minorities being manipulated with cannabis and drug laws and shattering families and actually, you know, adding more stress and more addiction. So hopefully, you know, cannabis legalization will at least show a path out of that type of mindset but there are you know it's it will be a whole new reality but that whole new reality opened up in california and it opened up in colorado and i have to say those places have gotten better um maybe not california i don't know maybe but colorado no i mean in terms of just that's one of the cool things about being there. It is legal, and you don't have to stress about that. Now, the driving, there's more driving there. Now, I always thought that, you know, in terms of public transportation, New York has it down. I mean, the MTA, the subway here is like one of the most, is like a man-made miracle. It's been back since the 1700s. It's a nervous system. You know, New York is organic that way. And that's why I'm so glad. I mean, you can actually roll up in the park. Like you could that's what I thought was so cool about the law was everywhere you could smoke cigarettes, you could smoke cannabis now. And I think that's a great way of looking at it. And I was I was working on just pure hemp for like four days last week. I didn't have any cannabis until I ran into my dude. You gotta have a dude still. Um but I was working on like four days and I was just using that uh, Lancashire um, Lancashire hemp. Check out those guys, uh, Lancashire Farms, Lancashire Farms. Um, I was just smoking their hemp and it was it was awesome. I would uh, I wasn't fiending and I was sleeping better and I was uh, getting stuff done and I was still enjoying the taste because it was. Um. Uh, I was still enjoy, uh, still enjoying the taste and the vibe, and uh, actually just burned right through it. I wish I had some because I do like, I like mixing the hemp with the regular flour. That way, it's not so psychoactive. Like, but I do like a nice cup of coffee, and 
I like smoking and um, I like stretching. I got this yoga mat that's just made. It, <laughs> it's just a picture of grass. It looks like, you know, a lawn. It's dope to stretch out for. I have it out like all the time. And I've been like waking up and stretching. But I almost did it too much. I had this weird lower back lumbar thing going on. And uh, I went to... St- Man, they never have shit at Staples, man. You you think they're going to have the thing you need at Staples, but they never have the thing you need. I was looking for some lower lumbar uh, back support. They had all this podcasting equipment, but I was like, dude, I already got that. I don't need that now. I need a, I've been podcasting too much. I need a lower lumbar. I need a back pillow. Um, that's what I need. They only had these little ones, and I was like, no. For the lumbar, you need a big, fat, round pillow. And they didn't have that. They had these little square, puffy pillows that just weren't going to do it. I got one, but it's not fitted for this chair properly. I need to get a better one. I was looking at these other crazy pillows. Um, but I got So I got the yoga mat, so I'll wake up and just start going at it, stretching and shit, and then meditating. Um Oh, shout out to Eric Andre in the number one movie in the world. Uh, Bad Trip. Man, it is funny. It is funny. It is funny. Watch Bad Trip. It's, you could, to- like I said, like you could totally like look at your phone and f- dick around. Like it is just gag, 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 but it's beautifully done. And I love the story and the symmetry and uh, Little Ralph. Uh, was amazing. Eric was amazing. Tiffany Haddish was hilarious. Uh, that is that is definitely my favorite movie in a while. Now, like I watched it in spurts, and some of it, you know, it really isn't my style. Prank shows do give me a little bit of anxiety, but they seem to do it a little bit more humane, and I liked how it kind of weaved in the story. I thought that was kind of a cool way of doing it. I know Sasha Baron Cohen does that uh with his borat films um i guess they all kind of weave some kind of story because if you're going to do like a whole hour and a half that's all a movie is is like oh we're doing 90 minutes <laughs> a tv show 60 minutes eric andre shows 15 minutes that's the best setup you can think of um shout out to uh our good friend dan curry that has done the pod a- podcast uh congratulations on having the number one movie in the world. Here, this uh, this Chillum hit is for you. The vibe is very Seattle right now. You know, it's it's just getting noon, and I'm at the last cup of the coffee on a uh, French press. It's rainy and dark. I got a candle, though. I got this great candle that has three wicks in it, and it's essential oils. Uh, And somebody gave it to me, and it wasn't that expensive. Like, kind of, it looks like, it definitely was from Target, or but it works, and it's really good, because I got some, like, other, like, bomb-ass candles. I don't know if you guys know this, but candles are popping right now. Everybody dudes rocking candles they are simple and i always worry about them though i don't want to leave any of them on so i got my eye eye on these guys but i thought during the podcast kind of just to create the vibe you know um kind of like that nirvana um unplugged visible force coffee still have it in the cup as lots of caffeine because i'm not jonesing for caffeine and i'm doing this podcast on my vaccine is this a dream or reality probably something in the middle for you and me hanging out doing some stretching don't you know I'm not benching 400 pounds? Nah, dog, no way. I walk along the path my way. Um, I do, I've been doing my five Tibetan stretches. 
I try to walk, and then I've been trying to do my stretches. Um, and then I did some pull-ups. I went through a push-up phase a little bit. But what I really need need to work on is doing some uh, squats, 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 squats. Because uh, the knees, my man, my, my knees. Um, I don't want to talk about age because that's really time is not even a thing. <laughs> it's more of a death clock. Man, I'm at I'm really at a point right now where I don't want to judge. I just want to see how things play out. Um, and get my shit done, you know, and that's why I love doing this podcast because it kind of does bring me back to the center why I do this all and I, I get to express myself. And, you know, that's very important, especially during this time of, you know, it's been a year. The quarantine has fucked me up in that way. Like, I'm just like, yo, it's been a year. It's been a year, <laughs> you know. And I haven't been in, like, Idaho. I've been in Brooklyn. I've left, like, not New York. I've left and I've gone, you know, like, to Woodstock and saw Wavy Gravy a couple times. But that's about it. I've been here. And I haven't been performing. I've just been doing this podcast, which I love. The Cannabis Coffee Hour. Like, subscribe, show, send it to your friend. Um, listen to it, listen to it, listen to it again. Dance. Smoking or making grilled cheese sandwiches. Uh, I made an awesome breakfast this morning. I went full old school. I went one slice of regular bacon, right? And then I let that bacon cook and let that fat juice out. And then I did two big fat brown eggs. Like no cages were involved with these eggs at all, man. These eggs were like grown in a tree with a wild chicken. And uh, drop those bad boys. Crushed pepper. Crack pepper. Crack fresh pepper. And I even sprayed it with a little avocado oil. All of it. Let it fry up in a pan. Then I turned it over. I got that yolk hard. I don't like runny yolk for my eggs. Eggs are gross in general, man. You know, when you really think about it. I've been thinking about going vegan. I think my thing is I want to go vegan for a while and, like, clear the pipes, you know? And then it just makes that hamburger taste any better. When I eventually get to the hamburger, it may, it like... If I go, like, I haven't had hamburgers, let's say, like, six or seven months, and then I'm, like, with an old friend, we go, like, in and out, or, you know, Five Guys is all right, but I don't know about all those peanut shells. Their burgers are good. Uh, Their fries are super grease, and it's super expensive for what it is, but uh, it it is a small business. And it came out of D.C., and it definitely hit the spot. I mean, it's a, it's a better burger than most. It's definitely better than any fast food type of shit. In-N-Out still has the best burger I've ever had in my life. In-N-Out, maybe a fan. I've had some fancy burger places. But then you're like, I'm getting a half a pound of beef. And that, that yeah, my body just like, can't take it. But my friend did the same shit, and then he said he tried to go back to meat, and his body couldn't take it. So I don't know if I want to be like that, because I think, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I really just want to go fishing. (laughs) I don't know if I described that in my last podcast, but my idea of heaven is a, a day that I have a boat, like a rowboat, and I'm on a lake. And the lake is not that populated. Maybe a little, but I don't like when there's a lot of people around. Actually, no people is the best. Except like one friend. Like one friend in a rowboat. And I have bologna sandwiches. Or maybe turkey sandwiches. Something with mustard and cheese. Maybe some Sprites. Maybe some seltzer. Uh, on ice, probably some, I mean, the best would be uh, a half and half iced tea and tea, and or maybe just some good old water, 
some spring water, but then some Zebco fishing poles just to go fishing and some well-rolled joints. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be the strongest. Just, you know, they work. You got some joints. You got your friend. And we go fishing and we catch like bass. Nothing big, but like maybe like a half foot, like something like that. And maybe cook them, maybe not. But just have that day and just listen to nature. I just love nature, man. I love getting up to the park. I was going to do a podcast from the park, from Prospect Park, because they're saying, like, you can roll up. And, like, they're not going to pop you. Like, it's it's at recreational level, which is not even – California was still, like, um, the dispensaries were kind of, like, you go in, you get your thing, and maybe you smoke up outside after a show. But most of it, you go home, people are, like, smoking in their backyards because – California is just laid out different. It's not city, city, city tech, except for San Francisco. I can't wait to go back to the Bay Area. But I'm loving New York. I think, and anybody that said New York's not coming back is ridiculous, man. There's just a vibe. I mean, it's going to be hard on Manhattan. But I'm just saying for Brooklyn, there's a vibe of just like people are here. People are moving here. There's stuff going on. People want to go out. And it's always been kind of a spread love vibe here. And people just want to spread love here, man. I'm telling you. It's a it's a lot more personable. And people do shit. People go out. People are eating. People doing dinners. People going to parks. People hang with fang, families. Single people are doing single people shit. Um, there's freaks and geeks and sports and, you know, um, Hollywood there's everything here and now there's legal cannabis which is going to make it so much better I always said anywhere that there's good cannabis is a good art scene because your artists you know they got to blow their steam off and I always think uh coffee and cannabis is the best way to blow steam off if you're doing because it kind of goes in like a cup of coffee and you're sitting down to write can come in handy So could a tad of cannabis, you know, or hemp. It's an exciting time. It's a fast-changing time. Things are moving. I, I do think that because of the Internet and because of the phones, and that all of a sudden all this information, like these younger cats, you know, I'm all Greta Thunberg or, you know, <laughs> Greta. I'm all for her, man. I just... I think the planet is the number one thing, and racism is dumb. Dumb people do racism. <laughs> they really do, man. The whole concept. When you look at that my, our planet thing, and you even think of, like, got to respect cultures. I understand that and where people are from. But even just going there, not even going there, you have to definitely Black Lives Matter all day. But it just bums me out that there is even that dialogue of nationalism and um, KKK and and uh, Proud Boy. All that shit is just, in Charlottesville. It's just fucking so whack. So fucking whack. And, and it rides a little bit on this freedom concept. And I don't want to tell anybody what to do, but... You don't have to fuck with it if you don't have to fuck with it. And you especially should call things out and stop Asian hate. That's where it comes down to is is using humor as a weapon, you know. With with what I what I'm trying to process and grow with. That's how I'm trying to process and grow with. And also, you know, we're all absorbing um the guy that killed his mother and punched and this is in new york there was like this attack of this elderly asian woman um getting stomped out by this brutal convict man it was insane and um and just random acts of violence have gone up and I, i'm not fucking with that shit um let's be kinder you know i'm gonna try to be kinder i'm gonna try to have my mind open and be just a little bit more in tune with my own feelings and then I can tune into others people's shit but also you know 
have a little bit of cannabis, have a little bit of coffee. Uh, I've been vibing on music-wise. I've been listening to J.J. Kale. Man, this one song, Ride Me High. Man, I think I've talked about that. That's like my favorite song. Black Coffee by Humble Pie. That's one of my favorite joints right now. Uh, I've been listening to the original Clips album. Those beats are just so fucking banging, and their flows are amazing. Um, yeah, the Coke rhymes. I'm, you know, that's where my I get just like I don't know, man. Being a forty-eight year old dude, you know, talking about guns and Coke like ain't good for my heart. But I love the beats and the flows. <laughs> Super conflicting. Um, but just sometimes art is art, you know, and you just go, yep. And but I'm just saying, what kind of music? Definitely a lot of jam, a lot of Grateful Dead, a lot of Grateful Dead, always fun. A lot of Jerry Garcia um, solo. A lot of the Jerry Garcia solo shit is good. He was just a very prolific artist vibe, just an energy source, man. And he did it so naturally. That's what I think. He's so untouchable. Like cats that do it naturally. You know, it's like Tom Petty. Um, because they've just been doing it for so long, you know, it's not about that bullshit, it is what it is, and uh, I've been having a blast uh, putting this podcast together, please like and subscribe, if you're a dispensary, DM me, or get at me at contact at robcantrell.com, that's the email, contact at robcantrell.com, um, looking to do this podcast uh, live as soon as COVID, as soon as this uh, Pfizer kicks in, I'm going to have a, a force field, but I'm still going to wear my mask. Like, we're not out of it. That's the thing. Like, we got to treat it with gloves on because something I'm learning is like, you got to start, as, you got to end as good as you start. Like, you got to have as much attention. You can't, got to stick the landing. And I'm worried about this another wave of COVID and other variants. If people start partying and, and making love in the streets a little too early, um, yeah, we could be back in with the funk, funk. And I want to be out with the super funk, legalized. Going, I want to go to Red Rocks, uh, fully vaccinated and not worrying about this shit. Checking out Lettuce, the funk band. That's what I want to talk about. And then go fishing. And then go snowboarding. Uh, and then, you know, hang with my peoples. Drink some good coffee. This is some good for coffee. The invisible force. The visible force is, you know, happiness and harmony. Coming together. Loving each other. Forgiving each other. Understanding each other. Being open to each other. You know, don't look for the light. Be the light. You know. Or light some herb up. That's what I'm going to do. Because um, I, I worked hard. I did a podcast even uh, being at, at, right after I took the vaccine. I knocked one out for New York City, for Brooklyn. It's been a long time. Somebody sent me these pictures of me performing. I did this great performance with David Peel. David Peel I met when I went to Amsterdam. David Peel was good friends with John Lennon. David Peel was a street performer in the Lower East Side that was signed to a major record company. Um, he released an album called Have a Marijuana, and I believe it was in 66. It was right before punk rock in the 70s, or right before the Summer of Love, or maybe it might have been before it. He was like... the he was he was he was older he was an older generation he wasn't the beats but it wasn't the hippies everybody says before there was punk rock before there was the ramones there was david peel and he had this street vibe and that's what the lower east side has is like this diy you just do the fucking shit yourself and you knock it out and that's what david peel had he would sing marijuana songs in the park in the lower east side and john lennon saw him and loved him and he, he sang out of tune and out of rhythm, but it was funky and he was super passionate about it and signed him to Apple Records. 
and he had a hit song and he's been on TV with Yoko Ono and shit, but he was a wild character. He was literally like a weed smoking, crazy hippie that sang songs. You know, he was friends with Abby Hoffman. Like everybody respected him. Everybody, like every like counterculture force, like he was the real deal. And I did gigs with him in Amsterdam and he did a lot of singing in the park for the Occupy Wall Street. And this was during like that time we did another one like right in the center of like the New York courts. They did a big thing. But I remember it was David Peel and also Smoke Dizza, this rapper. And it was a great lineup. And it was this other guy, Dana Beal, who's um, this big marijuana um, cannabis uh activist from Michigan who is actually like with that whole John Sinclair that's another John Lennon tie-in you know John Lennon did enjoy some herb I saw something like John Lennon's pipe that had cannabis residue was like for sale like on one of those like rock you know like uh auctions for like charity or something I thought that was dope um yeah more weed less guns more fishing but I don't know I shouldn't listen to me. I'm not a politician. <laughs> I'm just doing a co- podcast and drinking some good coffee and having some cannabis and uh, enjoying life. And I hope you are too. Peace and love, everybody. I'm out. Uh, much respect to uh, all the activists in New York City, um, especially my man. Uh, this goes out to David Peel and Danny Danko. Jam Band Jen, all my High Times friends that were based here, Rick Cusick, Steve Bloom, um, everybody that I've done like cannabis shows. This is a, a, a big day. New York's, you know, turning uh, a greener leaf. Wow. Peace.